0: Word of God, speak. which you pour down like rain? Washing my eyes to see your majesty. To you be still and know you're in this place. This is Daniel White the third President of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense Podcast, Episode 1024, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source, such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew-Henry Commentary or some other reputable Study Bible or Commentary. My beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah, chapter 8, verse 8, 8, where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim, therefore, of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the word of God and the giving of the sense of it, the church would be revived and the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of Almighty God and saved from the eternal burning hell by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered and bled and died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and who said the most important words ever said in the history of the world, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shall be saved. Today, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ, we are going to read Matthew chapter 3, verses 3-3. Through ten. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair, and a leathern girdle about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey. Then went out to him Jerusalem, and all Judea and all the region round about Jordan, and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come to his baptism He said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth therefore fruits meet for repentance, and think not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father, for I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham." And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Dear friends, I just read in your hearing Matthew chapter 3, verses 3 through 10. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it with the help of the Holy Ghost and with the help of Dr. Walvert and Dr. Zook and the Bible Knowledge Commentary. John's message was a fulfillment of the prophecy in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 3 with Reflections of Malachi 3.1. All four Gospels relate John the Baptist to Isaiah's words. Isaiah 43, however, refers to highway construction workers who were called on to clear the way in the desert for the return of the Lord as his people. The exiles returned to Judah from the Babylonian captivity in 537 BC. In similar fashion, John the Baptist was in the desert preparing the way for the Lord and his kingdom by calling on people to return to him to repent. John was thus a voice of one calling in the desert to prepare a remnant to receive the Messiah. His preaching in the desert of Judea suggests that he came to separate people from the religious systems of the day. He dressed similarly to Elijah And he ate locusts and wild honey. Locusts were eaten by the poor. Like Elijah, he was a rough outdoorsman with a forthright message. Large numbers of people from Jerusalem and all Judea went to hear John the Baptist. Some accepted his message and confessed their sins, submitting to water baptism the identifying sign of John's ministry. John's baptism was not the same as Christian baptism, for it was a religious rite signifying confession of sin and commitment to a holy life in anticipation of the coming Messiah. However, not all believed. The Pharisees and Sadducees who came to see what he was doing rejected his appeal. Their feelings were summed up in John's words to them. They believed that they, as physical sons of Abraham, were automatically qualified for Messiah's kingdom. John completely repudiated Pharisaic Judaism and said that God, if necessary, could raise up stones to become his children. God could take outsiders, Gentiles, if necessary, to find individuals to follow him. Judaism was in danger of being removed unless there was productive fruit in keeping with repentance. God would remove the tree. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for that insightful and enlightening Bible study and reading. Help us to take heed to it, to the principles and precepts, and help us all who name the name of Christ to repent. Help those who don't name the name of Christ to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of their sins, and do your will. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Scripture and the Sense Podcast. Please remember to read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, each and every day of your life and pray without ceasing to God about everything and for wisdom to understand His Word and apply it to your life. Most importantly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou, you, shalt be saved. Please stay tuned for a complete presentation of the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can get your soul saved from hell to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. May God bless you and keep you, is my prayer. Now, dear friends, if you're with us today and you do not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in Him, Jesus Christ, for your soul's salvation from sin and hell. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God. We're all guilty before God. You do not have the right to look down your nose at others. You're just as wicked as others. Second, except the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin always. You will be paid for your sins one day. The Bible says in Romans six twenty three, for the wages of sin is death. Our payday someday is death to these beautiful bodies, death to so many things before you die, death to marriages, death to relationships, uh, Death to material things. You will experience a thousand deaths before you die because of sin. But ultimately you will die physically. Your body will be put in a cold dark grave. And that ought to be frightening because it is frightening. But more frightening is that your soul, if it dies without Christ, will go to a burning hell to spend eternity in a dark place, even though there's fire. He said, Preacher, I don't believe that a loving God would put people in the hell. where Jesus Christ, the loving and lowly one, preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ, the loving one and the lowly one, preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. He said... In Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Also the Bible says in Revelation 21:8, 8, But the fearful, and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Whatever you do, don't experience the second death because it's bad news. Hell is bad news, but I have good news for you. You don't have to go to hell. Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again on the third day. And he said these words to you before he left here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Pray and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul and to come into your heart and change your life. He will do it. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again. And you're ready to trust him as your Savior. Pray and ask him to save you, and he will. I'll be glad to lead you in prayer in what is called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner, and that I have done evil in your sight. I am guilty because I have broken your Ten Commandments, your law. I've taken your holy name in vain. I've dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected my own parents. I have lied many times before. I have lusted after people and things and what others have I've stolen things before Uh, so Lord that's five to six Commandments I've already uh, broken out of your Ten Commandments and so please have mercy and grace upon me for your Holy Son's sake Jesus Christ please forgive me of uh, all of my sins as I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how in the Lord Jesus Christ that he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for my sins was buried and rose again Lord Jesus please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past and help me to turn from my evil ways. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose On the third day, allow me to say to you, Dear friend, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good until next time. Now, I may be traveling here over the next few days, and uh, but I will resume preaching as soon as I get back. And I will do some preaching while I'm on the road. So thank you so much for your prayers. Please continue to pray for us. And we will continue to pray for you. God bless you. Until next time.